passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of your control. There's one thing you can control, and that's shaving. Our sponsors are Manscaped, are here to remind you to do so. Manscaped is here to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Chaz, have you had any funny manscaping experiences? Okay, so here you go, Derek Riley. I used to only ever say, shave your face, right? Don't yeah, yeah. shave anything but your face, because it is totally brilliant to shave your face before you razor shave with Manscaped. But I've realized... Women don't like chest hair either. And so I've gone south. I have gone to the chest and it's totally easy. And I mean, do you shave your chest? I, you do. I, I, I think men who shave the chest are a half men chest. I don't shave all of it. I just shave the top part that comes up to my neck. So it's like an extension of my face down, right? I leave the chest, I suppose. I misspoke, but I shave the top third, the neck portion of my chest. It's ghastly. Yeah, you get that thing where you get a little regrowth and you see the regrowth on men and you go, God, you actually shave the hair on your uh, your chest and your neck. I mean, yeah, but I, I, ain't going, I ain't going razor down there. So I'm just I'm just cutting the weird fluff that grows up over my V-neck. That's it. Oh, yes, fair enough. But you can probably just trim that with scissors. It's probably a more effective experience. Are you kidding tools. me? The Manscaped tool makes it like I don't even have to think about it. I just do it in seconds and I'm gold. Well, in fact, listeners to the show will get 20% off and free shop- shipping with the code uh, DIRTYWATER at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And you use the code DIRTYWATER. Please use Dirty Water because this whole thing will be pointless unless you use Dirty Water. So if you're going to do it, use Dirty Water, please. Uh, it's time to grab 2020 by the horns <clears throat> and shave. Take your grooming game to the next level. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year. They can still be in on the action of bet online. Chaz, you been betting? I haven't been betting yet, but that's only because it's so frustrating to bet here, where I am so happy for easy online betting because I've always got an instinct that's always wrong. What would you be laying your money on? Oh, right now, I'd go hard on Joe Biden, to be honest. Do they bet politics or no? I don't know. I think so, yeah. You can bet Biden. I think he's a... uh, Probably a one and a half to one semi favorite. I mean, I guess I wouldn't bet him, but I'd bet uh, on Joe Biden fucking dying, dying in uh, in the Oval Office. I'd bet. Uh, I'd bet. I mean, yeah, Trump feels to me like he's he's cooked. This is not going to be a good ad talking about how Trump is cooked. <laughs> but how good is Kamala Harris? She's beautiful. I mean, the, the, except now she's offline. She's been derailed by the COVID. Oh, I thought oh, an assistant got uh, got COVID, huh? 
Yeah, but they're really taking her offline purposefully to show how much more responsible they are. Uh, how much she cares. Yep. And how much better she looks in Timberland boots than uh, Melania Trump, huh? I mean, my goodness. <laughs> okay, so from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. You can just spend all your money, lose, lose everything you got, lose your wife's money, lose everyone's money. Okay, so head to betonline.ag today. AG, I guess, is Antigua. Isn't that amazing? Sweet. That's Isn't where I want to be betting. Sure, I want to go to Antigua. So head to BetOnline Antigua today. Uh, BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag for Antigua and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. It was sometime in the mid-90s when photos of a skinny kid from public housing in Maroubra throwing himself over ledges started appearing on the desks of surf magazine photo editors. Porto, Hawaii, the newly discovered slab at Cape Salander that was renamed ours, wasn't a damn wave Wayne Cleveland wouldn't touch. No one in the mad game knew who he was, except that he ripped. Like most bright kids who grew up in public housing, he was a fast talker, athletic, and knew how to handle himself in a fight, to put it mildly. I remember a phone call to my office in Hossegore, France, the familiar laughter pouring down the line, and a request to set the gendarmes right, who had mistakenly arrested him for something or other. He's the only man I've ever seen exit a lockup, and I've seen a few, oddly enough, shaking everyone's hands. Then came a gorgeous house fashioned entirely in shades of white that would feature a myriad of design magazines and a bunch of kids. All going real good, except the cash was coming from running coke out of the US using airline food caterers, and the cops were on his trail. Long story short, the cops confiscated everything he owned, including the pretty house. He got 10 to 16 years, did 10, and is now back in Maroubra doing a little fitness work and acting as a cautionary tale to any kids who think drug smuggling might be a business worth examining. Welcome to Dirty Water with Wayne Cleveland. Derek, always a pleasure, my good friend. <laughs> hey, so no, no real need to beat around any bushes. How did you get into the coke trade? Um, well, I got offered an opportunity uh, many, many years ago when I was overseas. And uh, a good friend of mine offered me a little something to do. So I said, yeah, mate, so I'm, I'm keen. I, I pretty much had the balls to do it. You know, I, I really, I never thought twice about it. When, when you do these things, right, I always, this is exactly the scenario I put myself in. When I'm at pipe and backdoor, when I paddle for a wave, mate, I'm paddling 110%. I'm no, once you start hesitating, that's when you're going to get yourself into trouble. So I got offered an opportunity. I took it, but his older, older brother come back and says, mate, I don't want you to do it. We're, we're pulling that up, you know, no, no, no. So I said, come on, mate, I can do this, rah, rah, rah. And then so I, I go back to the brother, the younger brother, and said, mate, <laughs> your big brother doesn't want me to do this. You know, and he goes, yeah, he's had a word with me, unfortunately, mate. You know, we, we're going to have to pull the pin. I said, I'm fucking clean, mate. Let's go. You know, I, I need some money. I, I've had nothing, you know. I'm not living on the bare ass. I'm, you know, bones in my ass. How old are you at this stage? At this stage, <clears throat> oof, I reckon I'm about 22. So, so I was in Hawaii. So I've been there so many times and I knew I knew everybody and like I just hooked up with a, a good family, you know, and they, were, they were good, mate. They, were, they, spoke, they treated me like their, their, like their second son, you know. And um, so it kind of popped up, but I'd already done a few little things prior to that, like just the pot runs here and there, you know what I mean? And just the, and then <clears throat> in, in all sincerity, I, I did a big acid run back in the day. That was my first 
legit gig. Like I went over to the States to actually purchase all these Ekkies, right? Yeah. But, and then what happened was the guy I went to get her, when I got there, actually got killed. So so that got postponed. Yeah, yeah. They, oh, I went, what, the, well, what am I going to do here? You know, I'm a very good friend of mine, Eric. And so um, may he rest in peace. So the boys are up, up out, out wide a little bit. Go, mate, we got all this acid, mate. It's like it's thirty cents, rah, rah, rah. And I'm going ticking over my head. I'm going, well, mate, that's just like twenty twenty five dollars. You know what I mean? I'm going, don't tip my. I can sell sheets for a hundred bucks. Well, that means ten. That all the boys are making. So I bought over five thousand sheets of acid. <clears throat> so that was my first. So that's fifty grand's worth of acid. Yeah. So that was my first real thing. Yeah, you know, I did a little bit of pot run around Australia, you know, but that was my first real introduction. Like I got it offered over here. But then my first real gig was the acid. And, so, how, and how did you get it from the US to here? I put them in, in, in envelopes. I bought a big box of envelopes and then I just stashed hoops of sheets in the envelopes. You know, like a big, a big uh, box of envelopes. That's how it was. I just put them all in there. So what I did was <clears throat> I wrapped them up and just stuck, and stuck them in the envelopes. Yeah. Mate, just in, in so many, because, you know, the big boxes like that over the States, they're massive. Yeah. So I just cruise, mate, just walk straight through cans. I, I, I never hesitated. When I, when I did those things, <clears throat> I never hesitated, mate. Like, I just, I was just so calm and natural about it. I, I just was one of those things for me. It was like, it was like second nature. I, tr I truly was. And this is a true story. <clears throat> one year, I go to Bali and I'm coming back from Bali. I'm with my ex-partner and the kids and I'm, I'm sweating bullets. She looks at me and goes, mate, what's going on? Mate, it was like one of the only times I'd never travelled ever with anything on me. I was sweating bullets, but I had nothing on me. <laughs> I, swear, I kid you not, I just swear to God, mate, you know what I mean? Mate, my kids, oh, mate, oh, I just, and she, she thought I had something because I was sweating so hard. I said, I've got fucking nothing, love. What were you sweating? I just, I don't know, I just worked myself up, obviously, you know, <laughs> and I had nothing. Yeah. I had nothing on me, but when I had something, when I was cool as a cucumber. Yeah. Not even a boot of sweat, mate. <laughs> yeah, so, <clears throat> so after, after we did that, I, I went back, straight back over with the answer and I went, oh, mate, this is a good little thing. And then the boys go, mate, what about this? Well, I think the answers were like 350 bucks. I mean, the answers here at that time were like $5,000. Of coke. So, of coke. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> I had plenty of cash. So I went, you know what? Fuck it. I said, give us a couple of kilos. I said, bump. So I just don't, that way. I said, so this is how it went. I went. But I knew everybody because I've been in this area for so long. <clears throat> everybody knew me. So it wasn't like I wasn't dealing with people out wide and that was one bloke introduced me to this one person. Ever since I met that person, mate, that was my that was my turn. So for 16 years, I did it with the same crew over there. Yeah. With the, the same crew. Mate, they loved me. They, mate, they absolutely loved me. I'd bring their kids over like fluffy toys like the kangaroos and the koalas. <laughs> the yeah, I would. I, I promise yeah. you. Little shirts and stuff. Yeah, they absolutely loved me. Every time I was there, there was barbecues, kicked down. Or Mexican. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then <clears throat> I remember the first time I, I, I did it, right? So I'm jumping here and there. So excuse me for that because little things are flashing up in no, my no. head. So, so I'm just, you know. And um, I, I remember I grabbed, I think I grabbed one stage. Uh, they only had 10 ounces there, right? <clears throat> and I was waiting. They were waiting for more stock. I said, well, just give me that because it was good. So I said, just give me that and we'll get off. So that's so it's 14 ounces in a kilo. Is that okay? Uh, 36 ounces in a kilo. Right, okay. So there's 36 ounces in a kilo. So I, at this stage, I, they only had this big brick. It was 10 ounces. I said, well, give me that. You know what I mean? And then I'll wait for two days and then uh, just give me the other two and a half kilos, you know? And uh, <clears throat> the, the old Mexican bloke's here and that. And he's like, yeah, yeah, give them the money, you know? And I'll grab, I'll grab shit. And he goes, mate, how long does it take you to drive to Australia? And I kind of looked at him <laughs> and went, I went, what do you mean, mate? He goes, well, he goes, where is it? How, how, how long does it take you to drive? I said, mate, it's a 14-hour flight. 
He goes, what are you, mate? I said, mate, it's a fortnight now. He goes, you take that on the plane. I said, yeah. And he, he was just dumbfounded. You know what I mean? That's how Mexicans, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's uh, either Mexico or America. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. their, that's their big thing. You know, America's their big thing. Yeah, so the poor old bloke, he had no idea. Yeah. And so, so what happened? You waited. You waited for your um, other two and a half kilos. Oh, it was just uh, just a little bit under two and a half because I already yeah. had the ten ounces. And then, um, <clears throat> so I grabbed that, mate. And then just become an everyday routine, mate. I I would. Uh, this is how I did it. I <clears throat> I'd get it. I'd take it to a friend's place. I would roll it out like a, with a big uh, rolling pin. You know, mm. put plastic on the bottom, like a hard surface on the bottom. So it's kind of it's kind of paste like. <clears throat> Well, it's 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 proper bricks, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. But it gets a bit sticky and gluggy, you know what I mean. So, and then you can't, you have to mold it to your body. Yeah. So you mold it, mold it to your body. So what I would do, I'd roll it out, right, and then I would vacuum seal it real tight, and then I fucking, you, you, you know, like you, it was like almost like a back brace. Yeah, you know right. Right I mean? <clears throat> so there, you got it here, mate. You got it around your back, all around your belly. You got it down your sides. You know what I mean? So you, and, and you roll it out. So I would do that. I would strip naked, right? I yeah. get, I get the other boy, my mate. He would wipe everything, spray wipe it all, all the things off. So there's no fingerprints and stuff like that. I'd jump in the shower. I'd go into the next room. I put on a brand new pair of clothes. Right? I had a, I had a, always had like a, uh, like a new. I always put, put two two white singlets, <clears throat> undies, and some shorts, and I had like a t shirt. But I always wore like this jacket. I always wore this jacket and a pair of shoes. It was just that's just how it was because that's what worked for me, and I was comfortable. So what I would do is I'd go in there, I'd change. He'd bring everything out, and then in the, in like when I'd come out into the lounge room, I put one white uh, singlet on with some undies, and then. He would strap the shit to me, right? And then I would put another white singlet over the top. Because <clears throat> when you're doing these things, you want to wear less clothes. Like, just say you've got your shorts and shirts on now. You want to look, mate, if you, mate, it's in the middle of summer, mate, if you're rocking up with tracksuits, <laughs> jackets, and you know what I mean? It's just go, what's he, what's, what's he doing? So you want to kind of wear the bare minimum so it looks like you, you, you've got nothing on, you know yeah. what I mean? And back in, that, in, the, in the early days, like, just say you were taking me to the airport, you could park your car, you could walk all the way up to the gate with me. Mm. But, but after the 2001 bombing, uh, they stopped all that. So if you dropped me off at the airport, that was it. You had to kind of, you, you would go and I'd have to, you know, just check in and walk, go through one border check. Because when you're leaving America, there's only one, like you go to the ticket counter and then you walk around, then you go through one screen. Mm. It's not like, like when you leave Sydney, mate, there's this, there's a, quite a few checks before you actually get to the gate. Yeah. In America, there's not. You, got, you know, I said, you, you hand in, you get your ticket, you walk through one little scanner, that's it, you're up in the gates. Yeah. Yeah, so. And so, you, so, you, so you're strapped. <coughs> one thing, when, you, when you're strapping yourself, you're thinking, mate, are you ready to do the time? Was that going through your head? You ever Never had thought about it, mate. Never thought about it? Never, it didn't even cross my mind. No. No, no it, didn't, it didn't cross my mind because I never thought of getting caught. Yeah. I, I never did. I, I, don't, I wouldn't say I was arrogant or cocky. <clears throat> I just... Like I said, mate, it was second nature. But I, I, I just didn't, even the first time I did it, mate, I didn't even, mate, like, because I, I was a bad pothead back in the day. So, mate, I said, like, I'd fucking punch cones, you know what I mean? We'd drive down there, we'd smoke a joint on the way down, because where it was, about an hour and a half, it was nearly an hour and 45 minutes to the airport. We'd pull over, I'd get an uh, In-N-Out burger, you'd load up on me In-N-Out burger, punch another three or four cones in there. I'd walk to the airport, eyes bleeding, mate. I'm just stoned as a bat here, rocker. <laughs> I just put on that persona. <clears throat> I just switched over 
I talked to a lady, a guy, whatever it is. Yeah, mate, how are you? You have a good trip? It was unreal, mate. You know, rah, rah, rah. Booking me here, got me in and out, burg. I'm blue, my eyes are blue, and I've got my backpack, you know, drop, drop my luggage in with my boards and shit, you know what I mean? And I just walk off through. And because I was such a little blonde headed kid with a little bit of boot, a little fuzz on my chin, and that, like, you wouldn't, you, 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 there's no way in the world that you would have just gone. So you were strapped with three oh, kilos no of coke. No way. You wouldn't even, mate, no, you wouldn't even second look at me. Yeah. You wouldn't second guess me. So what happened then? So you got <laughs> on the plane with three kilos. Yeah, so what I do is I get on the, on, the, on the plane and then. I would wait for about 20 minutes before <clears throat> the flight would land into Sydney, right? You know, so, so you've you got to strap it tight, but sometimes, you know, back in the day, you could take scissors on the plane, so I'd tape it, and then I'd just cut it a bit, just so you could breathe, because it's, mate, you got that shit tight, like, so you're like, fucking, like, a, what are those girls with? Garters. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah, a, it's girdle, like a guard, yeah. a girdle. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just like a girdle, you know, you yeah. got it that tight. So I'd loosen a little bit. And the reason why I didn't drop it too early it's just because if the bins got overflowed or whatever reason, you know what I mean? And then like the the, the stewardess would come in and empty the bins and shit mm. like that. So I'd wait 20 minutes out, know that we're landing, go in, you know how people go into the toilets before mm. they land and wash their face and hair and that. And I'd just do that, mate, rip out the paper, shit, throw the shit on the, on the very bottom of the bin and then uh, <clears throat> I'd go back to the seat. And I always wanted to sit at the back. I always asked to sit at the back when I was a little kid. As time progressed... And I started making money. I mean, fuck, I'm not sitting in the economy. I started to go in business, mate. You know what I mean? I was, you know what I mean? Yeah. The stretch out suits, you know what I mean? We, you could afford it back then. But those first few, I did that. So what happened was the boys, it's not, I'm not saying anything that will get any, anybody into trouble because we've all done time. So yeah, all yeah. of us have done time. <clears throat> I'd see the gate gourmet truck pull up. And I'm, I'm looking out the window at the boys and I'm just like that, giving them the thumbs up. Going, fuck, it's all good, mate. You know what I mean? And then um, they'd <clears throat> they come up on the hoist, bang, because they're there to clean the plane and yeah. take off all the food and everything like that to, to, to clean. They have to restock it and they have to, get, you know, to go. So the, those boys would come in. I'd be standing there waiting because it's always a rush, you know, it's like getting off the plane and shit, you know what I mean? So I'd let everyone rush off and do that. And I'd just sit there and I'd just look at them and just give them like a little nod and stuff, you know what I mean? And, and they'd laugh and give you a little wink, you know, and then uh, I, I would walk off. So what happened was <clears throat> they'd grab it Throwing in one of the catering bins, you know, like there's a full documentary on it. You yeah, know, yeah, there's a show I forget that's called like the AFP. So there's a full show exactly, then you know what 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 went down. But you're hearing it from the horse's mouth, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the nitty gritty of things, you know. So um, was it, were there any points when you you went to the bathroom twenty minutes to landing and some cunt wouldn't get out of the bathroom? You go, mate, I have to get in there. Well, well, there was times where you know you you'd ha you'd have to wait, and yeah. be, and I would wait because I had a certain bathroom. Right. So, so I wouldn't use that one because we had that certain bathroom. Because when they open that back door, yeah. right, there's a bathroom straight to your right. So you have one facing this way and then you have one facing that way. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, 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 it's like an L, like, yeah. like that. So I would never use that one. I would use that one. So when they when that gate opens at the, 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 the plane door at yeah. the back, boom, they just step in, step straight into the toilet, grab it, and then step back out into, the, in, into their big truck. Yeah. So it was a matter of 20 steps. Yeah. You know, bang, grab it, bang, bang, and drop it in there. Then they'd go about their work. Yeah. So if I was waiting for a Pacific toilet, yeah, just say you were behind me, I'd go, yeah, mate, you're right, mate. You you, you use that one. Yeah. You sure? You sure? Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm just waiting for, for my mate here. They don't know I don't know this person. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. So so I would wait specifically for that toilet because that that's just how it rolled, you know what I mean? Because it was easier for the boys that they are the gate gourmet to yeah. do that. You know, and that's, and that's what we had down. So if I threw it in the other toilet and I didn't tell them, yeah, <clears throat> they would miss it. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. And there was times here and there that there was a miss. 
there, there, there was a miss, you know what I mean? Like there was other people that kind of got a bit confused and like we'd get like half the load and like, mate, I think it was only happened like maybe two times, one or two times and that was it. So I, I was very adamant with the people. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so I had the, I had the, uh, a plane, like the, exactly the outline laying of a plane. So yeah. I'd marked the cross. I said, study this boys or girls, whoever it was doing. I said, you, that's where you put it. Yeah. Everyone puts it. Just wait in line, just, just wait, bang. I said, if that paper gets overflowing, I said, <clears throat> rip it out and just flush it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's it. You know what I mean? So that's, and, that, and, that's, and that's how it is. So when the boys grabbed it, they would finish the truck. We're going to walk through. I'd stop and get some, you know, cigarettes or whatever and uh, like some drink. And then I'd go through constant, mate. By the time you get out of there, mate, it's going to be easy now, an hour and a half. Mate, would I'd already have that. I'd already have that sitting up in front of my house. Because I lived in the houses at this age, mate. So my mum come and picked me up one time, right? Uh, I forget who she was with because my mum didn't have a license. I forget exactly who drove. <coughs> it might have been one of my brothers that drove Ryan. I, I just, I'm just trying to think, but they had no idea at this stage. They had no idea what was going on. So she's come in and um, picked me up <coughs> and I've come home. You know, and I moved, come home, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's looked to the right and she's gone, are you expecting a bag here, Wayne? I went, oh, yeah, yeah. I said, the boys left some clothes. It was a big whip curl bag. I said, oh, yeah, the boys said, mate, they know there's five kilos in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just going, oh, yeah, the boys. So it was already dropped off yeah. before I even got home. That's how quick and how smooth the operation went. And this went on for a long time, mate. How long? 16 years. <coughs> Jesus. And how many, how many uh, deliveries a year did you, would you do? Well, me personally, I, I ran... My gig, myself personally, I did it for eight years. I did it easy, three to five runs every year. So I'd put two and a half. That, that was a very comfortable amount for people. A few heads that I know, that they would do three. Yeah. Because I would pay. If you want to do that, I said, mate, I'll give you 20 grand each kilo you brought back. Right. You know what I mean? So, so if you do two and a half, you get 50 grand. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Yeah, but, yeah. but I'm doing, oh, see, I'm doing myself. So that's where I made most profit. So I'm going into the banks in the city, changing all my money. I'm strapping the money to me, flying into America, right? I get to America, I see the people. I said, mate, I always go for a two-week holiday. I said, mate, I'm going to be back in 12 days. I said, mate, I need fucking five, whatever it may be, you know, because I might have somebody with me mm. also. So, be, you know, so we'd always, either I would go by myself and I, or I'd have a have a friend with me. That was back in late, like this comes later when I have my own store. So what I did was <clears throat> eight years by myself. Then a few people knew knew what I was doing. Obviously, close friends, you know. Mm. Like, yeah, mate, any chance? I said, mate, of course. Mate, you know what I mean? You, 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 you keen? You keen? I said, mate, let's go. So I'll go with them and I'll do it. Yeah. In, in the back end of the show, mate, this is how it's done. So as I started having kids, I start pulling back a bit, you know, so I start steering the ship a little bit more. But I think that's where I gained most of my money because I did everything myself. I went over, told the messages, I'm here, I can have this amount ready. <clears throat> I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna need it this day. Boom. So they, they'd pick me up, we'd go for a drive, they'd check, yeah, it's all good. I'd give them the money, they give it, and they'd drop me back. So, um, and then I, I, and then I just did it. And then my mate would, you know, take me to the airport, so forth, and that's how I was telling you. So I did this, mate, three to five times a year, easy, yeah. without a doubt. And look, back then, those days, you're getting a kilo in America for sixteen thousand US dollars, which would cost you about twenty or twenty-two grand Australian. But they're only going for hundred and twenty here. But you could chop the shit out of them back then because mm. the answers were only five. Yeah. As time progressed, inflation, all the shit, mate, I'm getting them between 16 and 20 grand, then, you know what I mean, US at this later on, but I'm getting rid of them here for 200. Yeah. So that's when the big bickies started rolling in, but I had to pay more people. 
because I wasn't doing everything then. Right. So I had people flying over there, you know what I mean, staying at uh, in a hotel. My mate would come and see him, how many we need, blah, blah, blah. Then <clears throat> he'd go tell the Mexicans, my name's Cruz here. Mate, they need fucking, you know, we've got four people, mate, so get us at least 10 kegs, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, 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 so we need 10. And this, and this is just how, how, how it went on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and mate, it's very hard to say <clears throat> how, how many times I did this because it, mate, it was always someone putting their hand up, like, come mate, I don't know, mate, any chance? I said, mate, you want to go next week then? <laughs> That's how it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's two and a half. Oh, I'll, I'll do three, fuck it. So, mate, they do three kegs and then I give them 60 grand. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I paid the boys 20 grand each for picking up at the airport. Yeah. So, oh, per, per keg, you know what yeah. I mean? So, <clears throat> so I'm paying the runner, just say so he brings in three kilos. So he's getting uh, 60 grand and the yeah. boys at the airport are getting 60 grand. So they, there was three boys that were always on operation. So uh, they'd get 60 grand. So they'd get 20 grand each, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and um, so you, you look at it. So you're bringing in, you're bringing in three uh, kilos. So we're going, just say we go back in the day. So you, my outlay, so there's, there's 120 off the bat. So I paid for the three kilos. So there's, there's, there's so that's 120 plus, so that's 180 grand, right? Okay, you've, you've outlaid maybe, let's, let's just go flat rate, you know, because you've got to give them money to spend, pay for the hotel. Yeah, 200, right? yeah. So let's just go 200, right? <clears throat> the rest is just straight out profit. Yeah. So, you know, you fucking, you can't mean you jazz it up a bit. I, call, I used to call it Johnny Depp, 21 Jump Street. <laughs> Get in there, you're bounce off the road, throw a little bit of this in there, repress it up. And mate, I'd, I'd sell the kegs for 120, mate. So I'm making a clear, mate, easy, Mate, 250, 300 grand. Yeah. Easy. <clears throat> but that's only on one run, on yeah. one bike. So when you've got four people on yeah. board, you know what I mean? And they're all, you know, you're doing this and doing that, mate. You're making a squillion. Yeah. Just, so so what, how much, in a good year, how much could you make a million bucks? Oh, more than that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Easy. Yeah. More than that. <clears throat> Back at, I remember one stage, yeah, I sat down. It, it was a nightmare, and I, I tried to get one of those counting machines. I had two point five there. <coughs> I had two point five sitting there. Yeah, mate. I, I wanted a counting machine. Yeah. I was trying my asses to get one, and I, I had a mate that had a company. I said, "Trying all these, mate. People just don't order counting machines." I guess I can't fucking. Because I don't do enough business for me to justify order. I said, "Man, oh, you mate, you, you, you got all the time in the world. You can't sit there and fucking count it." I mean, because it took forever. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're gonna sit there and count two point five. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, uh, and this is money from from people buying it. Obviously, there'd be twenties and no, <clears throat> no, mate. I I was just whole, straight at wholesale. Right, I okay. never broke it down. I just okay. I just give the kegs to to certain people, and that's how it went down. Right. I never I never like dang it, mom. I used to love a little party back in the day. I'd take yeah. a big chunk from myself, man. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Answer, and just and then but everything else, mate. Just I never started breaking down to grams and all that, mate. Right, okay. mate it's just too many people. Yeah. I mean, too many people. And I had such a trustworthy crew. Well, so I thought. Yeah. Well, I, look, at the end of the day, my, my whole crew, no one rolled. Mm. <clears throat> from, from the guys at the airport uh, to the, the guys who carried it, got caught strapping it to a mate. Like I said, so what I'm saying now is no one can get in trouble. I'm not throwing names around, but we all, every single one, mate, from at the end, like, I used to get the, the boys down here to change all my money and stuff, mate. So everybody got pinched, mate. They sat on us for two and a half years. They rounded everybody up in one day. Everybody. And it's, you know, so it was, so what I'm saying is nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when you're, um, when you're cutting it, so you've got a kilo, how much do you cut it? What does a well, kilo turn into? Well, okay, this is, so 
If I give it to somebody up the coast, like it's to say halfway up between Queensland and here, you know what I mean? <clears throat> Back, their ounces were only going for 48, right? Mate, they're lucky to get fucking 45%. What they, what they would do, right? See, I'd sell it to them for a bit more and everyone has to have... Uh, you've got to leave meat on the bone, we say. Leave a little, everyone has, everyone's had a little bite of the bone. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You can't, if, there's no, if there's no meat on the bone, why are you going to do it? There's nothing in it for you. So they, they would, right, they, they would chop it in half. So they make one kilo into two, but they only sell their ounces between 45 to 4,800. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'd, I'd give it to them, say, for 200. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're, they're making a killing off that. You know, so but back when I was first doing it, and I and I started jumping on it a little bit, I'd only do that if 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 it was extremely dry. Yeah. <clears throat> and you, you know the market when you're in that game, you know, mate, it's not people, mate, you're a chambo, mate. There's nothing, you know. What I mean, you come in and well, I've got this for you, you know, it's 120. What, what percent, oh, mate? Something like fucking 65 cent. Oh, mate, there's nothing there. Yeah. Mate, so people are gonna take it. They'd rather have something than nothing. Yeah. So they can still make a note. You know what I mean? So that they. They do their little thing. But at the end, mate, I was just straight out, just wholesaling, mate, which I pretty much did from day one. <clears throat> just get rid of just get rid of the keg straight off the bat. So, mate, so, so it's not hanging around the house and you're trying to cut it. And... Oh, mate, you know, like I, I, I've, done, I've done it. You know what I mean? It's flying up everywhere. You don't want to do a lot. Mate, you're off your head by the end of it. You know, you've done a couple. You're off your head. You're pressing this and you're doing that. And, you know, you've got, you've got the little mask on. But you're still, it's soaking into your offices. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's getting in. You know what I mean? I'm just coming out this coming. My head's dinging, you know what I mean? And the last thing you want to do is have a Frankie on a Wednesday or something, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You've got things to do, there's kids and shit, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, um... <clears throat> what do you call it a Frankie? Oh, what do you call it? Frankenstein, a line. Oh, Frankenstein, right, a line. Yeah, 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 the old, the old Frankie. The old yeah, 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 the old one snacks. So what do you cut it with? Uh, well, you, you hear horror stories, <coughs> you know, rat, well, rat second <coughs> shit, which look, doesn't make sense to me. I, mate, people, look, why are you going to kill your customers? Yeah. But if I'm going to put rat sack and shit in, mate, usually you've got your glenbuterol, which is, a, which is a stripper, you know what I mean? You throw that, that kind of gives you that pump up too. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what they do is they give it to horses. So it makes them super lean. So glenbuterol is like a, it's a stripper. So you just come out, you're like people, when you see they're just ripped, the veins are popping up, you know what I mean? So that, because that gives you a buzz in itself, just right. taking that alone. So you, <clears throat> you throw the glen boot on, mate, people are coming back for more. Mate, they, they, mate they're staying awake for longer. And they're looking amazing, too. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, you know. And then you have your... Uh, <clears throat> I remember this one, right? We got this one, and um, my mate went down and got it when we were cutting. I forget what it was, but it come back, it was like a, 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 a tutti fruity because that's what they end up calling, that's what they end up calling the couple of kilos I bought through. I think about, about five kilos I bought, mate, they called it the tutti fruity because I threw some, to whack it up, but it was like a, it wasn't protein powder, it was, it was something else where you, you have like, like after you've ha had a train, it kind of gives you like a little pump. Like if, yeah. So, you know, I, fuck, I forget the name of it. Oh, it'll, it'll come to me. Yeah. yeah well, I threw it in there, but he, he ran down and instead <laughs> of getting the plain stuff, he got this fucking fruit cocktail and shit. I was like, fuck, we did it because people are waiting. So I'm at the fruit out and then people go, what the fuck did you come with? It's like, we, we're calling this tutti fruity. <laughs> yeah, so there's a couple of little mishaps here and there, you know, but I, 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 I like. Oh, just to not do, to, to do bother doing with that, mate. Yeah. Just bang, bang, mate. It's over and done with, you know? Yeah. And like at, at the end stage, mate, oh, like they would grab it off the plane. <clears throat> they would meet 
My, because I usually just sold pretty much to the same people every time. It was pretty much two people. Just, even if I yeah. brought ten in, mate, they get five each. Mate, yeah. if I want, he was okay. Maybe they over there wanted to be on. I mean, mate, well, I'll take the ten. If he's comfortable over there, he's doing his thing. You know, mate, there you go. You know, off oh, three, two, whatever it may be. You know, whatever it come in. That, mate, if only one person went, it was only two and a half. They could fit three, it was three. But um, <clears throat> so what I would do is I ring. You know, that's how they got caught, caught on to the code, you know, these fuckers. They're good, mate, I tell you. The cops. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, mate. When they're, when they're on you, mate, they're like super glue. Mate, you, when they're on you, mate, they can drop the ball a million times. Right? If you drop the ball once, you're gone. So you have to be alert 24-7 if you're up doing the shit. And, and you know they're on you. 24-7, you have to be on the ball. Mate, they don't have to be on the ball 24-7. But don't have to. They can drop the ball because they know your persistence and your arrogance is going to fucking be the end of you. They know that. And that's what happened to me. My persistence and my arrogance. Even though I didn't do nothing for two and a half years, yeah. right, I was still arrogant. And I was just still persistent. You know, I mean, I had that fuck damn, you, you know, <clears throat> bad attitude to have, mate. Well, at the end of the day, mate, they're doing their job, mate. I, what am I, you know what I mean? But, but what, what are you supposed to do, you know? So what, so what happened? How did you get busted? How did the whole operation? <clears throat> well, what brought us down was Rusty Sester. He's the guy who used to ride for the Krusty Demons. Yeah, he, he brought the fucking whole syndicate down, mate. Gee, selling bouts for him, mate, he's unreal, this is the guy, rah, rah, rah. Mate, he just brought the whole fucking thing down. Just putting money back into his own account, <clears throat> doing shit yeah. straight out. Just no good, mate. He brought the whole fucking syndicate down, like all of us, mate. Like, the amount of money I lost for the houses and everything, mate. I think I like, well, we've tried to round it up, but not long ago. I think it was only like 5.5. Wow. That I lost, you know, mate, I've got nothing, but I've never been happier. But I thought the big house on the hill, right, <clears throat> sending my kids to Cambala and Cranbrook and you know, 30,000, I was like 28 grand a year. Like around and, and famously, you paid the school fees in cash. Yeah, that's that, right. That's one of the things that got you screwed, <laughs> wasn't it? Well, <clears throat> they, were, they, got onto, they got onto me through this rusty sister. And so that's how they, they, so they started tracking me and Brandy Brand. See, she was a Playboy model. That was Rusty's girlfriend. So they, they, you know what I mean? Someone vouched for him. And I went, okay, mate, a good mate of mine. So vouched for him. And then uh, <clears throat> and he, them two, brought the whole fucking syndicate down. Then when I went down, they just... Because they were flashy with the, the cash. Oh, they were flashy with it, mate. They sent it back cash in their, back in their own accounts, their friends' accounts. They fucking, mate, they just did everything they were supposed to not to do. They done everything wrong. <clears throat> And then when it come down to it, mate, they start talking on phones. They know they're off. So what we call it is a professional drop, left-hand drop. They know they're off, but they're talking on the phones. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, this Wayne Cliff, mate. He's the one. You know? It's, so what they're doing is they're, they're giving me up, right? <clears throat> but they, they kind of go, oh, no, no, I didn't. Go, mate, the fucking phone calls you. Fucking nit. You're speaking on the phone. You know you're off. You know that we're under investigation. And you're speaking on the phone like that. Mate, that's a, left, that's a professional left-hand drop. I said, you fucking know that, you know? So <clears throat> they, they, they sunk us. Yeah. Mate, and even the feds, even the feds said, okay, mate, what the... He, he, goes, he goes, he pointed, he goes, Rusty Sester. He goes, mate, he brought the whole fucking syndicate down. So if you knew you were under, under investigation, <laughs> why didn't you just stop? I did. Oh, you did? I did. I stopped for two and a half years, mate. Yeah. I stopped for two and a half years because they found a load, right? And, and we, we'd never really lost a load, only that there was like one or two times where people had put it in the wrong spot. <clears throat> That's the only time we ever lost a load. When they got that load, I think it was like, oh, fuck, I can't, I can't remember because I think they got me at the end for like 19.8 kilos, but that was over a period of three pinches because mm. I showed my arrogant, you know what I mean? I was very arrogant. So what happened was... <clears throat> 
They got the first one right. And then I went, oh, fuck, lucky find or not. Asked the boys at the airport, mate, there's nothing. So about two months later or something, maybe six weeks, I'm not too sure of, of the time dates, you know. But I went, oh, I said, fuck it. I said, let's go over there, mate, grab two kegs, you know. So <clears throat> one of the boys flew, grabbed the two kegs, and we make it back. They make it back. I went, fuck, lucky find. I said, it had to be a lucky find. I said, mate, little did I know they were watching us. But at this stage, I have everyone in plant. In, in place so when it comes off the plane the driver drives straight to the people there waiting he just throws in the car he drives off mm. so it's not coming back to me and this and that so all eyes are on me <clears throat> how they're you know, they haven't really figured the nitty gritty but I think Rusty's given them a rough idea mm. but he doesn't know where everybody's and what role everybody plays so um so, so everyone has their sorry so everybody has their like place where to be so I'm sitting back and I'm <clears throat> after the two kilos come from I went, you know what I said I think we're pretty lucky I said mate that might have been just a lucky find so I go I sent over like fucking four heads I said mate we're on it's really because over there <clears throat> I've already bought 25 kilos so I've got 25 kilos sitting there so obviously we've been pinched with the first load we've got two I said go get the fucking rest you know so the boys the, the girls they're all in they go over there to, to grab it so when <clears throat> when they come back, come back through, boom, they nail it. And that's when I knew, I said, we're off we go. And then that's why my mate who got busted it goes, mate, they're fucking everywhere. <laughs> I said, he goes, they're everywhere. I said, we're fucking done. So, mate, can you imagine? Like, you can't sleep. Mate, you go, oh, mate, when am I going to get grabbed? Mate, I remember sitting on the steps one time because <clears throat> it was all over the news. Mate, it was on the news. It was on the, it, it, fuck so, this, so this stage, they'd, they'd found all the two. And they hadn't busted you yet. No. That's when the surveillance started. <clears throat> no. Yeah. Well, they started surveillancing early, but they they knew it was me because of him, him telling me, or more or less over the phone telling them, yeah. fucking rah, rah, dropping my name. So they, they, so all focus was on me, but everybody around me, they couldn't figure out where they sat or what role they played. So I, I, so I pulled back, and then, <clears throat> and then I met... Um, I met my mate who was who was the, the boss at Gate Gourmet and I said, mate, what's the go? He goes, mate, they're everywhere. It's fucking shut shop. But little do I know, they're watching me have this meeting. So, so now they know. If you figure this later when they give you all their discs, you know what I mean? And there I'm having a meeting here and I'm over there thinking I'm smart, leaving at 4.30. So they have to morning. show you all that for the court case, don't they? That's right. Yeah. Because if I'm, if I'm, look, if I'm, uh, pleading guilty, they don't really have to give all, all the shit, you, you know what I mean? But if I'm fighting it, which I was at the beginning, because I didn't know how much they had, and I wanted to see what they had. So <clears throat> they give me the this, <clears throat> and, and I see I see these meetings. So back then, like I don't realise I'm under surveillance. I do realise I'm under surveillance, but to what extent, I don't realise. So, so I meet my mate at Gaunt, Gate Morning, he goes, this, we're done. So we give it a good break, mate, for two and a half years. And then he, then he contacts me, and he goes, mate... I want to start up a coffee shop. I said, okay, mate. I said, he goes, but I need about, um, yeah, yeah, I need about <clears throat> uh, 50 grand. I said, mate, I said, you want me to spot you? Nah, he goes, fucking, let's, let, let's go for it. I said, yeah, all right, mate. All right. I said, listen, I said, this is, this is, this is the sinker for me, right? So, so there, I'm at an athletics field. <clears throat> They're on the very other side. 
So they're filming. This is this meeting's at 5.30 in the morning. So I've got me bearings going, mate, there's no one around. Look, we're sweet. Little do I know. They're fucking f- filming. You, you can see this on the AFP, the show. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're filming, mate. They've got to be 100 metres away. And they've got this boom boom mic on me. So it's 5 o'clock, 5.30 in the morning. And they had it at the outside of the car bugged. <clears throat> so we're standing a fair way. Mate, they get every bit of the conversation. You'll see me standing there like this going, mate. And I said, I go to me, mate. I go, mate, we're fucking off here. I said, but... If you're keen, I said, fuck them. Fuck these cunts. I said, let's go for it. He goes, yeah, fuck it. I said, mate, we're, this was, there was a singer because I said, mate, we've been doing this for a long time, mate. Extremely long. I said, we've been very lucky. <clears throat> He's like, yeah, fuck them. And that's, that, 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 was, that was like, yeah, fuck these people. So he goes for the run and that's what they bring us all down. 2009, uh, September 20th. Because <clears throat> the, the, the guy who was the boss at Gate Gourmet, He's left. Yeah. He wants to run a coffee shop, start his own coffee shop. So he comes in, uh, wants some money. And then uh, I go, I'll lend it to him. He goes, no, I'll go for a run. I'll fucking make a good earn. I don't, that way I don't owe anybody. Yeah. And <clears throat> so he goes over and tries to grab a few kilos, comes back, drops it, same routine, drops it in the toilet. You see him, like I said, there's a show. He's seen cruising through the airport. He's got his duty-free bag. He's just cruising. He's gone through customs, mate. And as soon as you, you go downstairs to get your bag, mate, they just come from everywhere. It shows a bang, come with us. And then they'd already got the guys from Gate Gourmet, you know, on the on the hoist they're going through. So they've so they've, they've watched them go and get the, the, the shit, put it back in the truck, the gate gourmet truck, and then they've gone about their business and they just come out from everywhere, mate, they reckon, and just <clears throat> grabbed everybody, mate. Well, that was it. It was just a roll on, mate. Because I, I get a text from my mate who goes, mate, it's all good, it's sweet. So I boom, so I text my people who who wanted this shit. I went, mate, it's all good. You know what I mean? We all had burners back then. Yeah. None of these, what are those things they use, everyone uses now, the, those phones, <clears throat> those encrypted things. Oh, Blackberry. Black, Black, Blackberry, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, 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 mate, I'm illiterate, so I don't, I'll, I'll <laughs> I'm not tech savvy. So you had the 30 or Nokia. Yeah, exactly. Mate, the same thing. I'd go <laughs> one and uh, I'd make a couple of texts and just toss it, get another one, you know? I had the bloke at the phone shop. He was sweet. He must have loved you. Oh, mate. He, I, <laughs> he yeah, yeah. so many phones oh. in his life. So... <clears throat> <clears throat> so he gets pinched at the airport. They come and hit me hard, mate. They just fucking like, like I said, like they just come running from everywhere. So, so that, that's that's a bit of a story. Maybe you're telling me when the cops got you to, at the White House, <clears throat> you're, yeah. you're sitting there with the kids or something, making them smoothies. Or yeah, something? I was making juice. Yeah, I was, I was making because remember we did a photo shoot at my house. Yeah, yeah. Remember we come in? I think it was with Sam McIntosh and yeah, all yeah. That. We did a uh, yeah. brothers keep a photo shoot. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. We did too. <laughs> remember that now? Just just come to. Come back to me. Fuck, it seems like yesterday, mate. No, oh, no, the big white house, eh? Hey, fuck. I tell you what, yeah. That was was quite, it was quite the house. <clears throat> oh, it was Everything white. White couch, white floors. Oh, mate. What, big big white bed imported from Italy. Lounges <laughs> there, mate. I just, it was just, mate. I it was ironic you. that you're um, dealing coke, which is white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mate, I tell you. Where is it? I can't fucking see it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you, you're like, you're bending down looking at the table. Where, where, where is that one? <laughs> no, on the benches. You know, is it, you, is it, it a pillow? Or, <laughs> oh, that's a brick. A brick of two. <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So, um, like as they come down, you know, I'm, I'm making the the kids uh, some juices and stuff, mate. And I just, I just seen them coming from here, and my guts just sunk. It just sunk, but not like you know when you're on a roller coaster. It didn't, it didn't sink like that. I just went, ah, oh, fuck, you know. And I wonder what, what these fuckers know. <clears throat> then when they come through, open the door. Like they've come through, they've grabbed me, or they haven't grabbed me. They've circled me. Mm. There's cameras everywhere. Because they're doing that AFP show, right? So I don't, I don't know this, but there's, fucking, right. there's cameras everywhere, mate. The road's blocked off. <clears throat> I start bridging up, you know what I mean? Because mm. I go, mate, I don't want my kids on camera. Yeah, yeah. I got little tiny kids, mate. My, my youngest was like th- four. 
Yeah. She's like, she just turned four. And I said, mate, I don't want these my kids. And I said, mate, I said, turn the fucking things off. Nah, nah, we ain't feeling the kids. I said, mate, so they circled me. I said, mate, I said, you'll get me. I said, but I guarantee I'll get fucking one or two of you. I said, so, <clears throat> that's how it was, you know. I'm going, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I said, but don't film the kids. Nah, we promise, we promise. I said, mate, they, they word means fucking nothing. They doesn't, you know what I mean? <clears throat> then the head guy comes down. Where is he? We got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just saying, I said, I'm in my pajamas. I said, give me a cigarette, will ya? So he goes, all right. So they take me out the back and I have a cigarette, you know? And he goes, <clears throat> I said, show me the warrant. I said, where's the warrant, mate? I said, well, you want to run in here like blue ass flies? I said, where's the warrant? Let me look. He's here, he's here. So I'm looking and I'm reading it. <clears throat> I, go, I go, who the fuck's that? This is what I said. And he goes, Brandy Brand. He goes, remember this, though. This is 2009, September 20th. <clears throat> <clears throat> he goes, Brandy Brand. He goes, you met her at nine fifteen on March thirteenth in two thousand and seven at the Swiss Grand Hotel in room two forty seven. You were there for seven minutes, mate. I swear to God, mate. Soon as soon soon as he, mate, mate. This is fucking two and a half years later. As soon as he says this, right, I go, fuck. I said, mate, they got some shit. If this guy. Is memorizing this from two and a half years ago. I go, oh, mate. I cried. I said, oh, give us another. Can I have another cigarette? And they went, he goes, oh, mate, something you didn't like there. I said, no. I said, it's all good here. I played the card. Nah, it's all good here. <clears throat> this is the only thing they said. So I had another cigarette. I said, let me get changed, please. So I go downstairs. They follow me. I get changed. What are you thinking, sir? Well, I'm just thinking, oh, well, because <clears throat> everything is so fast. So your head's in a bit of a spin, and that's how they do it because they they want your head in a spin. So yeah. you're kind of like fucking you 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 don't know how to react really. Yeah. You, you don't. But <clears throat> I was pretty cool. I didn't you know I didn't have that kid. Oh well, you know I just went well. I said this is it. Went down. I got chased. There. Let's get him out of the house before <clears throat> uh, people know. And all his mates start coming and making it hard for us. So and that's when they they'll show you. You know I'm I'm walking out with handcuffed, and uh, <clears throat> I remember kissing the kids goodbye. I kiss my ex-partner, or my partner at the time, I kiss her goodbye. Her sister comes down the stairs. You can remember this so vividly. Like, it's just mm. so clear, sorry, not very clear. Uh, <clears throat> I gave her a kiss on the cheek. I said, make sure she's all right. I walk up, right? So no one says anything. Only the, only the copper that was running the show. Not, not, not one of the copper really says anything, you, you know what I mean? Apart from, oh, we're not going to film your kids, you, you know? So... And then the, the, the guy, he's, in, he's Greg Hines or something like that. He was the leading one, you know. I, sw I swear, this guy looked like, <clears throat> you know that little copper in the fucking Simpsons? You know that little pig? Yes, but I'm not just trying to, but, but you, you, you ever see that, bloke? He's a little short, fat bloke with a turned up nose. I mean, I'm just talking, I'm in my head, I'm laughing. Come this little fat fuck, you know. And so he comes, <clears throat> comes in, throws me in the back seat. I walk up the road, the car's up there. I sit in the back seat. There's not a word said, mate. Did it. They don't ask me nothing. I get back to the federal building. They get, I, t I get taken upstairs. By this stage, Melissa had call, called my um, <clears throat> legal team. So Bill Brewer, he turned up, you know what I mean? So we, 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 we sat in there, mate. Yeah, mate. I've used this bill for years, you know what I mean? Since 1994. And, <clears throat> and um, he, he goes, mate, you know the procedure, mate. I thought, yeah, yeah. I said, give us another cigarette. So I go downstairs. I have, have a cigarette, mate. I, and I go up. To that, then they take me to Surrey Hills for the booking. <clears throat> Not a word said, mate. So, mate, this probably hasn't been a word said with the you know the feds and or nothing, you know. So I get up to Surrey Hills and 
And then, then I see the boys coming. <coughs> my, like my mate who, who was the boss of the gate gourmet who, who had left, you know what I mean? So they've, they've brought him back from the airport. I see the gate gourmet boys, because like, they're in their clothes and that. I'm going, fuck. I'm going, fuck, they've got us all. Motherfuckers. So I'm, I'm in there reading. It's, it's in the morning. They grab me like, oh, about 6.30, maybe 7 o'clock-ish. <coughs> so I'm hungry, a couple of pies, fucking a bit of fruit. I'm having a coffee. I'm cool. So what they do is, then they give me the fact sheet. They're at the back typing up all the facts, and that's that's what they give to the judge. You know, so you know, and obviously they just put the most juiciest parts in there. Yeah. So I start reading it, right? I start reading it, and I realise how much they got on me. I'm just and all the things because you know <clears throat> what happened was they fucking got all all the burners I had. So what they had, they had a unit set across the road, and they had like a a scanner. So anything that was going on, if I opened the computer and went into the computer, they could read what I was doing. Wow. Yeah, yes. They had the, and then they had the, <clears throat> their other setup was on the top of Maruba Police Station. Oh, not, uh, I mean, uh, Fire Station. Just on Maruba Road there, you know, the Fire Station. Mate, the whole top floor was set out for, for me. Wow. You know what I mean? And then they <clears throat> hired a unit across the road from me in French Street. I mean, mate, they're fucking all over me. Like, yeah, seriously, I, just, I couldn't believe it. And then, <clears throat> and then, um, so, so we're sitting there and, and I get the fact sheet. And I, and I, and I realise, mate, I go, I'm in a spot of bother here. I, I, because as soon as I read it, I had to shit. I had to show. I go, truth, mate. I was like, can I go to the toilet, please? And he kind of had a giggle because you know it, it must be. <clears throat> you know, you come in with a little bit of arrogance. Right, let's see how much they got. And then once you read it, you, people you must see it all the time. Okay, mate, come on, shit. Goes, oh yeah, 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 sweet. So I went and done it. Shit, I just sat back. I went, I'm fucked. <clears throat> and the first. So, okay, so I'm in Surrey Hills. I'm in there for about eight days, and then they, they, they took me to Silverwood. So my first visit uh, <clears throat> with Melissa, because that was my partner at the time, I looked at her and I said, mate, I said, I said, Han, I said, these guys have been sweating on me for fucking years. I said, I'm telling this, this is exactly what I said. I said, I'm doing 10. I said, I'm telling you now, I'm doing 10. I said, no, nah, no, nah. I said, get in your head, I'm doing 10. I was spot on the money. I was spot, I was spot on, they gave, they get this, we got game, 16 with 10. Obviously, <clears throat> Six years parole, mm. but I, I, I served 10, 10 full years, you know, and that's what I had in my head. I knew because the way I went about everything and the arrogance I showed him, and even the judge could see that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> this guy, man, he ain't going to stop. Man, I'll go pinch me one, I'll bring two in, they get me with another one. I, you know, it was just the consistency. Yeah. Of things that, 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 you know, and then <clears throat> I'm flicking them off because they're parked up there. What are you doing? You're pushing this shit. I was just, you know, I just showed. Did you get bail? No, no. We we put we put <clears throat> we put the two houses up. We had mascot house, uh, the Maruba house. <clears throat> um, my partner at the time, her mum put up two hundred and fifty grand. A good mate of mine put up two hundred and fifty. At the end, we had I think we had three point seven five million dollars worth of bail, and they wouldn't let me out. Wow. Would you have done it? No way. No way. I would have done it. No, I wouldn't have done it. No, I wouldn't have done it. Mate, where am I going to run to? I've got four kids. Well, I'm going to run, go on the run for the rest of my life. But, mate, I'm on. There's people on the run, mate. They want to come back here. Yeah. They, they want. They want to come back. You know what I mean? But this, this is where everything is. This is where your family is. People are dying. They can't even go to funerals. I didn't even, mate. If, <clears throat> if I got bail, I would have sorted out all my affairs because because I knew what they had. You know, so I, that that's what I would have done. I wouldn't have run. No. Too hard for everybody, mate. Like what? What do you, you know what I mean? Like what do you? Where am I going to go? 
Yeah. <clears throat> Brazil. Fuck, live in Turkey or some. Mate, yeah, fuck, they're not my place. I can see you in Brazil. I can see you in Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. In Mexico, yeah, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but see, they can extradite you from Mexico. So oh, yeah, really? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, I thought, I thought Mexico was. Um... Nah, well, like what happened is that they will, they will pass the warrant to America and America has got all, all authority. Man, they can extradite anybody from, from Mexico. Wow. Yes. So you have to figure out where, you know, you go to Greece. Man, look at Mockbell. Man, they're all getting, you know, extradited. So you, you, where are you going? Yeah, true. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so you, you, you do, these little things come up because people are, do ask you over the years, oh, would, would you have done that? I said, man, where would I have gone? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, more you, you have to have a stack of cash. <clears throat> I had plenty there, but like, when you're raising four kids and there's private schools and there's functions and we're, when we're going overseas, we've, you know, we've got the best fillers and we're all fine business class, mate. It, 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 it goes. And then you've got to remember, in the end, mate, I was losing money. Like, even though I had that stack, yeah. <clears throat> mate, look, figure, I've lost nearly 20 kilos. I've already paid for the, that, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so they, 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 there's a couple of hundred thousand gone straight off the bat. Plus you're paying people's airfares and this and that, you know what I mean? So, so it's like everything's going out and nothing's coming in. Yeah, so so at the end, that's what I said, mate. Yeah, fuck it. Let's just try and recoup a little bit of money back and get, get back on the get back on the horses, <laughs> say, you know? So so what, what kind of inducements <laughs> did the cops offer you to, uh, to roll? <laughs> They didn't ask me nothing. Didn't they? They didn't ask me one thing. They didn't ask me. They didn't even say one word to me. They, they knew because they'd been watching me for so long. Mate, every... There was no, so there's nothing you could give them. <coughs> well, <coughs> you can roll another cruise or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. But, 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 those thoughts don't even enter your mind. Yeah. But yeah. You, they, 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 they don't. <coughs> you, you are how you are. Yeah. You, and, the cops aren't saying, um, hey, we, we can, it'll be five years if you... Give us a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Mate, when the Fed, that Greg Hines, I said, when he went into the house, there was a couple of words said. I go, who's this lady? He gave me, <clears throat> you met her, rah, rah, rah. Mate, that was it, mate. When they took me out and they put me in the car, there was not one word said from the car ride from Maroubra all the way to the federal building. I spoke to my brother, <clears throat> Barrister, he goes, you know the procedure? Got to say, there was nothing, mate. So there was hours. I, I, mate, what, what can I say to him? I, I'm not going to talk. I've never spoken to a cop in my life. I'm not going to fucking start back then. You know what I mean? So I, I'd, I'd rather just, you know, I'd rather walk out with my head up. Yeah, <coughs> and, and if you're wrong, then, then you do spend the rest of your life looking at your shoulder for that too. Well, but how, how are you going to walk around and face people here? Yeah. Mate, there's that many pieces of shit around anyway, you know what I mean? I'm going to walk around and go, oh, mate, that bloke, he's a bad giver. Fucked up. Yeah. This, <clears throat> this is the game. This, this is what you chose. This is what I don't understand people that roll. This is a life you chose that. You, you, you chose it, you know what I mean? So when the shit goes, you, you want to live the fucking life of Riley and be the man and this, but when you get pinched, you want to sit there and fucking roll and get half the cent. Like, that's putrid. Yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Face the man up and you cop it on the fucking chin and you move on. That's how, I, that's how I've always done it, mate. So when, you, so when you got sentenced, you just go, yeah, that's what I, was, I sort of figured anyway. <clears throat> well, it'd been, it, I'd been in jail two years, one day when they, when they sentenced me. And uh, I, I looked and, you know, all the people in the gallery were all there. They're all crying on the other side. I've got all the, the reporters and the, the feds and that there kind of like smirking and that. And I just laughed. And I said, I said, what are, I said, what are you crying for? I said, at least I'm out of your hair for another fucking eight years. <laughs> you know what I mean? They kind of had a little giggle at that, you know. But um, the next day I was very numb. So I got back. I didn't get back. Excuse me. I didn't get back till very late. So where are you at this stage, Park Lee? Or? No, Long Bay. Long Bay, right. <clears throat> You know, heaps of boys are there. What happened, Wayne? And I said, oh, mate, 
got fucking 10 on the bottom. They went, get fucked. I said, yeah, I still got eight to go. They went on top. I said, six. They went, what? They went, what the fuck? You know what I mean? For fucking lousy 20 kilos. I laughed. I said, mate, 20 kilos. I said, that's a fucking weekend out in Sydney. I said, it's nothing. <laughs> that's what I did. That was my joke, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Guys are coming to South America, mate. There's a ton here, half a ton. You know what I mean? I've got a lousy 20. I said, mate, like some guys are getting fucking nine, you know what I mean? For 40 kilos. I'm just going. So, <clears throat> the way I figured it was the arrogance, I think I showed towards everything and that, like, fuck them, you know, fuck, this, fuck everything, you know? I think that's what really cemented a couple of extra years, I think. Was, was, that, was it worth it? <clears throat> no. Nah. No. It wasn't worth it, mate. Look. Don't get me wrong, I didn't miss a day or a night. If there was a fucking party on overseas, man, I'm flying to the boat. You know what I mean? If the waves run, <clears throat> I was there, mate, you know? So I was living in a fairy tale. I was living in, let's just say, oh, you live in a bubble. And I was, I was living in my own little bubble, which I absolutely love. And look, would you take it back? I wouldn't because I wouldn't know the people I would today. No, no I mean the arrogance thing. <coughs> do you wish you were kind of, you know, polite or anything? Oh, yeah, I do, 100%. Hundred percent. I wish I never gave them grief. I wish I didn't show that arrogance towards them or that fucking that, that nasty hate, mate. They, they're doing their job, mate. You know what I mean? Fucking, mate. That's what it is. I'm doing my job. They're doing their job. You know what I mean? Fucking good on you. You know that's that's kind of that's how it is. That's how I become later. Yeah. Um, I hate, mate. They're doing their fucking job, mate. You know that's that's their job. It's a future job. We wouldn't do it. Yeah. So did you miss surfing? hundred <clears throat> percent. You know what? My 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 first thing I want to do. Was just walk the beach with my kids and feel the sand between my toes with my girls. After we kind of did that and we, we hung out for the first day, uh, we both went surfing, so, but it was a little bit big for her. You know, this is the first day I got out. It was a little bit big, so I pushed her into a couple. It was a bit rough for her, so when it was a solid four foot, and there was a nice big perch right here at North End. And I went out for a surf. I said, said to my dad, I said, I only be about an hour, mate. I was mate, about two and a half, three hours later, I was pumping, mate. I just. I just, I just <clears throat> my timing was down. Mate, bum, bum, because all the burpees over here. Mate, jumping up, cruising. It was just my timing. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> reading the waves a little bit. But, mate, I, honestly, I reckon, mate, fucking a couple of days in, like a couple of consistent surfs, mate, I was back. I swear, I just felt so good. I had no drugs or no drinking me for over 11 years. You know what I mean? So I was fresh, I was clean. And... I was consistent. That's what I find now. I'm more consistent in things, you know, like, like you're on the drugs and you're drinking, you're coming down on the, <clears throat> the zannies and valiums or whatever, so you're going up and down. So life was like a, like a roller coaster. But <clears throat> now that I'm like this, I'm just, I'm just consistent through the board. So I go, I, I consistently surf the same, my, my training's the same, you know. So I just, when I got out there, mate, I, I, I never, <clears throat> even right now, if I'm having a little a little dang out of waves of shit, I just sit, I stop. <sighs> How good is it? How good is this? That's what I do. I, mate, if, I, if I get a little bit off, sidetracked, you know, but I'm just grateful for everything. It's like, <clears throat> you know what it is? It's like you've been stripped naked, fucking thrown into the wolves, you've come out, and you're ready to go. That's, that, that's, honestly, that's, that's how it is. How did it feel to go back to Solander? Because uh, you got some pretty good waves there this, uh, this oh, winter. Mate. Look, I seen it, <clears throat> and uh, um, and I was like, "Fuck! Look at this! It was pumping." <clears throat> My adrenaline was. I, 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 I was actually I was frothing hard. You know what I mean? But I have to hold the reins a little bit. It's like a. Mate, you, you can't sprint all the time. It's like a horse. You're gonna run it down into the ground. So, <clears throat> humans are the same. You know, you've, so I've, 
I felt you've got to hold the reins a little bit. So we go out there. <clears throat> Set comes in. <laughs> I've got poor Doody driving. It's a fucking go. And then people went, oh, here. Don't fucking want my We're getting raised for 10. Just fucking go. And then that was it, mate. It was on. When you were inside, did you think about getting chewed? When, <clears throat> when you thought about surfing, what did you think about? Well, I kind of had to block everything out, mate, really. I, I did. Don't get me wrong, I was remembering ways. Oh, when I was down in Porto, I was in Hawaii with the boys. I'm over in Kauai surfing rifles and shit and Brucey and that and hanging out with the boys and fucking Nate Fletcher, Makuba, Kala, <clears throat> all those boys, they're fucking legends, you know, and they always looked after me. And man, we always had such a good time. And so <clears throat> you reminisce, but I didn't sit there and go, oh, because I, I'm not there. There's no point putting yourself somewhere where you're not. I'm not out here, mate. Okay, even though you've got little issues or whatever going on, I can't, you can only manage them over a phone call, a six-minute phone call. You, you know what I mean? So I never had my head out there. Mate, when I got done, mate, that was, I, I knew. I knew in my head I was getting 10. I, I just knew it. And I said, um, I said to myself, I said, mate, this is it. I can't have living out there, my head living out here, but I'm really in here and I can't do nothing out there. So... I just, I just pretty much fucking numb. Like, it's like Root and Shirley. What am I doing? Mate, you can't, you know what I mean? You've you, you not got Sheila's. You, mate, you're not surfing. Mate, you can't eat a steak. You know, there's no chicken and shit, you know, barbecue chickens. You know, there's no fresh vegetables when you're in Mexico. There's nothing. So you can't, you, you, otherwise time goes long. <clears throat> oh, yeah, well, what about this? Don't get me wrong. You've still got a lot of stories, mate. I was telling them stories. Like all the times they love, the boys love living the story because a lot of them haven't done what I've done. I've travelled around the world and surfing and shit like that, you know, and, they, and they're hearing the stories and <clears throat> and at the bay you can get things sent in. So my brother will send the magazines with me in the front cover and that, you know what I mean, they're double page spreads of this and that. So a lot of boys, oh yeah, unreal one. And I said, mate, I said, I'm not one of these guys who's going to sit in the yard and fucking tell you bullshit stories. I said, no, 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 because you, you can hear, you hear them all in there, you know. <laughs> and... um. So it, it, it was good, you know what I mean? It was good in where I would reminisce and, and tell stories, but I, I wouldn't sit there going, oh, fuck, did you swear? Oh, fuck. You, you know, I wasn't like that. I'd ring up the boys. Mate, what's going on? Why is this shit? I said, what are we about? I said, I'm watching the fucking news, you knucklehead. I said, man, look at this. My house has got to be 10 foot. Just tell me. I've never been one of those people, pers- people that have been jealous of other people. If you're getting good ways, I'm, ha- I'm genuinely happy for you. Yeah. Doesn't always work with everybody, you know what I mean? Other people go, ah, fuck, you know what I mean? But I'm genuinely happy for people. If you're getting, I said, bro, get some more. I said, get one for me, you know what I mean? So that's how I've kind of always been. So, I, but when I got out, I made sure I didn't miss one swell. I made sure I didn't miss one, mate. <laughs> so, so 12 years ago, you, were, um, you had $2.5 million cash <coughs> in your hand and you had houses everywhere and um, tons of money now. Do you have any assets? Nothing, nothing. <coughs> <But> <coughs> Don't I, even own a car. But I can see the ocean from your, uh, from your deck and, you, and your surfing heaps. Um, what essential truths did you learn about life from being inside and from <coughs> this whole experience? Well, it's funny you always, you, you always hear these things when, when, you, when you've got no money. You go, wouldn't it be great to have money? These people, they whinge about all these problems, mate. For me, growing up in the house and commission, like down the bottom, been to the top, went back to the bottom. Mate, now I've come out and I've realised... Just the simple things in life. And that's it. Walking down the road, getting a coffee. 
You, you can do that, mate. What about having a nice steak with a nice salad? Just you, you, my taste buds were exploding when I came out because all the foods. You, you, honestly, because you, your taste buds haven't have been numb for so long. You know, like five and a half years. Before, so I get the sense like I'm having steaks. And, mate, my taste buds were bursting. <clears throat> so and I always just say to people, mate. Just the little things, mate. Just be grateful for the little things, mate. Walking around with no shoes on the grass. <clears throat> the sand. Jumping in the water, mate. Like, literally, I'll, I'll literally jump in the water nearly every single day. Like, even when I, I go for a walk, and just even though it's cold, boom, I dive in, and then get back out. <clears throat> I'm just grateful just for the smallest little things. I didn't need the big house on the hill. Mate, my kids... <clears throat> my kids didn't need to run around in Nike shoes and go to expensive schools, mate. All my kids wanted was me. That's all they, mate, at the end of the day, that's all they wanted. They wanted their dad beside them having fun. But I thought it was cool. I didn't think it was cool. <clears throat> I thought it was necessary because I had the means to do it. Turned to private schools, do the best I could for them. And then when everything got fucking pulled, like the rug just got ripped underneath me. Boom. <clears throat> mate, I, I got nothing. Like there's, like I've come out to nothing. You know, like the ex left me as a George Foreman grill. <laughs> mate, that's what you, I just they're, they're a damn good grill. Oh, mate. Fucking hell, it's not bad. Look at the boards they sent back home. That's just taking a piss, isn't it? Like, be honest. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne points it to very yellow <laughs> Salakis boards. <clears throat> very, very yellow surfboards. Oh, my word. They're like two and something, two and a quarter. Feet. Yeah, I think, I, think it's, I think one was, you know, six three by eight and three quarters by <laughs> two and three eighths or something. It was a wild looking craft. It, looks, it actually looks like it was from 1995 or something. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? But I, I guess, um, you know, finally you were away for 10 years. How did the world change? It got fast. That's what it did. It got fast, mate. But we're like just, just everybody is in a rush, mate. There's so many more cars on the road. There's uh, every everybody seems to be busy. The good shit is you can put uh, you have you can have every single song ever made on your phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just stream it to your Bluetooth speaker. That's pretty sick. <laughs> I just learned that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just, you see me. I just learned that 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 stuff is good and then like like the the Instagram and all that type of stuff. So everyone's sending you your stuff. Oh, I'm just look. It took me three months. I refused to have any of that stuff. So the three months that I was first out. I just didn't have anything. I just went, mate, do I really need it? I never had it before, but now I'm addicted to it. I'm falling into that trap. <clears throat> I get up, <clears throat> check the instant people are sending you, mate, what are you doing there? Yeah, look at these waves, you know? Like all the boys, I speak to the boys over in Hawaii all the time, you know, and overseas. So um, that's that's a good thing. So te <clears throat> technology has grown so far where everybody's connected. Like uh, I think I used, uh, <clears throat> was it Skype? Back in the day, when yeah, I was in Hawaii, Skype, so yeah. I used Skype so I could see the kids when I was in Hawaii and stuff. And yeah. I used to speak to Laurent. Uh, how do you, was it? Um, Prujol. Yeah, Prujol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to, all the time, mate. Laurent's the grouse. Yeah, so we, we spent time in Hawaii together all the time. We were in France and stuff. Yeah, he you, had, had, you had a wild time in France, didn't you, back oh, in 2000? Mate. Two trips to <clears> Wales, <throat> I believe. Mate, I've got a little <laughs> confession to make, all right? You, you probably already know this, but you haven't, you're hearing it for the horse's mouth. Mate, you were very good to me when I got, in, when I got locked up in, in France, mate. You come and visited me every day. How many, was I in there, like nine days or something? Yeah, yeah there for a while. <clears throat> you come every single day, mate. I thank you for that. And I, I lied through my teeth and said that wasn't me that did that, but it was. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I knew you did, but you hadn't heard it from me. <laughs> no. I, I ran that copper straight over, mate. I was off, I was off my head, I was full of shit, I was on that absent. At the I, casino, huh? 
Okay, but we left Hossigor, so we left Rockford. Yeah. It's probably everyone in the car. Come fucking flying down the road at the roundabout at Hossigor at the top, you know? So I've come in. This chick kind of stepped out, just like, you know, there's a little crossing before you get to the roundabout. So she's kind of bounced off the car. This cop was turned to look, and he's jumped in the way. I've just literally ran him over. He's jumped out, so I ran over his leg. Like, <clears throat> his, his leg got broken. So yeah. when he turned up the court, he was in plaster, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I went around the wrong way at the fucking roundabout. And I, took, and I went around on the wrong side of the road. As I'm going down <coughs> the hill, you know, you see, coming down, I'm on the wrong side of the road because all the traffic's built up because everyone's yeah. leaving. This car comes around, so I just screech, he screeched, we went bang. The, the people headbutt the windscreen. I reversed, but up on the fucking footpath. Boom. Like, little do I'm out of me. I drive 500 metres down the road to the casino, just pull in, bang. There we go. I kept partying. Yeah. <coughs> well, when I came out, right, oh, fuck, it's, it's daylight. I think I was with fucking Lauro, actually, from Arnie, yeah, yeah. right? <clears throat> I was with a few heads, because I remember his head. I'm walking, up, looking, I'm looking at the, the van, right? And I go, fuck, all the tires are flat. I'm like, what the fuck? And then I, and then <clears throat> I, um, I pushed the button and jumped in, and that's when the John Darm, mate. Just fucking manhandled. They treated me like a red-headed stepchild. That's what they did, I swear. <laughs> Bang, they just threw me in the back, fucking shotgun to the head. Oh, well, <clears throat> it was crazy. And that's and then I, I remember I kept on blaming Johnny Johnny Chaver. Ah, it was Johnny, <laughs> mate, I swear. I just got the keys of this. It's just a fictitious name. We just made the yeah, fucking yeah. thing up, you know. Nah, it was you. It was you. I said, nah, nah, it wasn't, mate. I, I had to stand staunch, mate, because I, I had to fucking keep me lie out because... They, they, they wanted to give me like eight or something years when yeah, I went to you court. Would, you would have been gone for a while. Oh. I, remember, I remember having the chicks from our office talking to the cops. And, remember? Yeah, the Man, that, little, that little French blonde, yeah, she can't shoot a good little yeah, spot. She was, she? <laughs> she was, she was. It was funny. So I never I, I never confessed. I knew you knew. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather you didn't confess anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Back then, but now it's all You don't need to know, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm a young man. It was funny that you say that. Because when you brought it up before, like you've been like, oh, no, I can't clean it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks so much, Bertie. Right, you're a champion. Thank you, Derek. Pleasure. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.